0: J.M. in the A.M., Friday morning, of Shabbos, candle lighting in New York, 4.13 on this of Shabbos, Parsha Shmos. As we mentioned, Rabbi Yudin is in Israel, which always makes his segment on Friday morning extra special when he connects with us from the Holy Land. This time, he's every Friday, every of Shabbos. With great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus. Congregation Shomeri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Well, I can only say I am personally so grateful that I was able to come into Eretz Yisrael right before they closed the airport and to say what a privilege it is to be here. First of all, to be here in the rain. It has been raining this past week a great deal, and therefore I say keep on davening. When we daven in our Shemona Esrei, the bracha of Parnasa, and we say the same talumoto le bracha. Baruch should give rain. So of course, we need rain all over the world, but this is the specific time that it rains in Eretz Israel, and we are so grateful that Baruch Hashem, they are experiencing rain. Secondly, just be aware of an interesting point that was pointed out to me, and that is that this past year, 2021, the misparum was the biggest immigration from the United States since 1973. So with COVID and everything else going on, Baruch Hashem, 4,000 Jews came to Eretz Israel and all I can say is came Yerbu. I'd like to, first of all, this Shabbos, we have the privilege of beginning Sefer Shmos, and we read Parshas Shmos. While there are no mitzvahs of the 613 in Parshas Shmos, what we do have is, as we understand the beginning of the Shebu Mitzrayim, the servitude in Egypt. But the Ramban, in this, his introduction to the book of Shmos, calls it, the Sefer HaGu'la, the Book of Redemption. And this is a very important point for us to uh, reiterate before we look at anything in this specific parsha. And he says very clearly that if ge'ula were to mean that we were oppressed and now we are freed from oppression, then very clearly the Book of Shmos. Should be one of the shortest books of the Torah. Right? Shmos for era Bo, and Bishalach are the four partials that deal with its Mitzrayim. You want to put in Yisro, because after all, at the burning bush, which we'll talk about in a moment, Hashem says to Moshe that the very purpose. Of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was for Kabbalah Satorah. Okay, I'll give you Yisro. And I'll even give you Mishpatim, because Mishpatim is an amplification of Yisro. Namely, Yisro is the Ten Commandments, and Mishpatim is the explanation of the Ten Commandments in a much broader sense. But why do we need the second or the last third of the uh, sefer, whereby you have truma tetsada five partials Why do we need that? And the Ramban reminds us that we have to keep yearning, davening for the base hamigdash. Because until we have the third base hamigdash, we have not reached. Gu'ula. Gu'ula is not just a physical redemption, but Gu'ula is a spiritual redemption. I'd like to start this program differently. I've never done something like this before. Usually there's no time for anything but absolute Torah, but I think it's so important to hear the excerpt from Mark Twain who visited Eretz Yisrael in 1899, and he was certainly not a lover of the Jews. But listen to what he writes. He writes carefully, the Egyptian, the Babylonian, the Persian rose, filled the planet with sound and splendor, then faded to dream stuff and passed away. The Greek and the Roman followed and made a vast noise, but they are gone. Other peoples have sprung up and held their torch high for a time, but it burned out and they sit in twilight now or have vanished. The Jew saw them all. The Jew beat them all and is now what he always was, exhibiting no decadence, No infirmities of age, no weakening of his parts, no slowing of his energies, no dulling of his alert and aggressive mind. All things are mortal, but the Jew. All other forces pass, but he remains. And he concludes this observation with the question mark. What is the secret of his immortality? My friends, Seifishmos, And indeed, Parashat Shavos gives us a very clear answer to that. We know in Chapter 3, Hashem appears to Moshe at a burning bush and basically offers Moshe the job. Let's say, uh, discusses the matter with him because Moshe resists for different reasons for a week's time, but ultimately Moshe accepts and is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's emissary to go down to Mitzrayim. Why do we need in the first place, the whole vision from within a burning bush? The bush is aflame v'aseh uko, but the bush itself was not consumed. Why do we need this? What's the difference how Akishbur who communicated to Moshe? The main thing is, Moshe. you have to know that uh, you are going to take them out of mitzrayim And I'd like to share with you a few interpretations and the significance of the snare. Firstly, I'd like to suggest in the name of Rav Moshe Shapira, that the snare and the fire within the snare refers to the neshama of the Jew. This is his Nakuda Peninis, that Pinto Yid, which is indestructible. And the idea is that the Ramban, and this is required reading. It's a longer Shabbos tonight. I know it's Parsha Shmos. Take out the Ramban on Devarim chapter 14, verse 1. And there the Ramban tells us that a, the eternity of the soul, and that's so important to us, that the soul lives on. And this is demonstrated by the fire. What is fire? Something which is not physical. You can't touch it. And the idea is that it is itself indestructible. And that is the neshama of the Jew. And it's for this reason that the Ramban writes, number one, the very act of mourning of is a confession. We believe a person goes to a better place. Why mourn? The answer is that man is made of intellect and emotion. And because the emotions are an integral part of man, HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our Torah permits man. But as all know, on the last day of Shiva, it is Miksas Hayom Kikulo, the person has to get up shortly after shachris is over. Why? Because we are not to over mourn. That is point one, that the snack speaks to each and every individual and says, whoa, your soul is eternal. Secondly, Rav of the Leracha, pointed out, that on the outside, this bush looked like all other bushes. However, the fire was within. And what's this all about, the fire from within? So he explains beautifully. Moshe Rabbeinu was worried, oy, 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 what zechusim, what merits might the Jewish people have in order to leave Mitzrayim. Because in chapter two, when Moshe says, now the matter is known, what's the matter? The matter not that Moshe killed the Egyptian, which caused Moshe to run away, but now Moshe says, I know why they're in servitude. Because a basic character is deficient. They are Bali Lash and Hara, they don't get along well with one another, and therefore Moshe says, in hus?" At the bush, Hashem says to Moshe, I'm gonna answer your question. I've seen more than what you see. Moshe, you only see the outside of this people, whereby there's a great deal of negativity. I see the fire that's within each one. And the concept that Rav Salvechik explained is that each and every Jew has a a hidden love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this love can never be removed. It's part, thank God, of our DNA. And so in answer to Mark Twain, what's the secret of the Jew? The answer is, the secret is his soul. His soul comes from a Baruch Hu. The secret is that despite the bush, which represents Egypt and persecution, which we've had throughout the centuries, despite that, the fire stays on and the fire is going to burn until the HaGoyel. So we shouldn't think that we're talking only about the servitude in Egypt. We're talking about the uh, future of the Jewish nation. Just like in Beresha, before Yosef goes down to Mitzrayim, the Torah tells us of the birth of Peretz and Moshiach, Here, too, in this week's Parsha, before Moshe goes down to take the Jews out of their first servitude and their first liberation, we are already promised the eternity of our peoplehood that the fire will never be consumed. And finally, the Sfas Emes has a different take on the Bush And he says, interestingly, when the Torah says that there was labas esh, an intense fire within the bush, he learns that the fire represents Yisrael, the Jewish people. And the bush, listen carefully, uh, is Mitzrayim. And so the idea is, whoa. How is it possible how is it possible that the Mitzrayim can still exist meaning that we should overpower our enemies and a certain extent we do and perhaps the answer is that unfortunately throughout Jewish history the Jew needed outside force as well to keep him in line. A great deal is thus being given to us at this burning bush. Be proud, be excited to be part, not just of Jewish history, but please God, Jewish destiny. Shabbat Shalom to all.